All right, strippers, welcome back. You know the deal. We are here having real, honest, raw, stripped down conversations with people, honestly, that just make me feel good. So I hope you enjoy <laughs> listening to them and sharing their conversations. I told you once, I told you twice, my favorite podcasts are when I just get to listen to people share their stories and I can find inspiration or representation behind what they're sharing. So today is no different. We are talking to some Sabrina from Bravo's Dancing Queens. Of course, her resume goes on longer, but that's pretty. I'm pretty sure that's where you know her from if you're here on my podcast. So we are getting ready to strip down and talk to and welcome in Sabrina. Yay! <laughs> Thank you so that's much. That's the crowd going wild. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me today. Of course, of course. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm actually just recently getting over strep throat. So I'm happy to be talking and back oh at it. So oh my goodness. Yeah. I'm happy that you're back at it too. Strep throat yeah. is one of the things, knock on wood, I have made it through. I've never yeah. been burdened with that growl. So <laughs> oh, it sucks. You don't want it. It's terrible. I know. I hear it's a monster. Well, I start every show off with the cheers. I'm still drinking my iced coffee. But just to acknowledge that this internet is big, you could have been podcasting and chit-chatting with anybody, but you're here. And so I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I love your show. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Our first segment is stripped down. And like I was telling you before we started, it's really just about having conversations with people and just allowing our story to serve as that our story and provide hopefully inspiration representation throughout. We can't have you here and not talk about the dancing queens of it all. So I want to go back to the beginning. When did you even fall in love with dance for there ever to get to a point where you were competing? So it's really funny because I never thought I'd end up where I am, but I started at 30 years old, um, maybe 29. I wasn't married yet and I was living alone and I was just watching Dancing with the Stars and, you know, I was bored every night and I said, oh, you know, maybe I'll just take this up once a week. So I joined a local studio and went after work for a lesson and casually started the basics of cha-cha and rumba and you know, it was something that I just truly enjoyed just for fun. And mm. so that teacher, you know, said to me, maybe you should consider, you're catching on real quick. Maybe you should consider like doing this more often. But he, he had no idea where it would end up either. Um, of course. And then as we progressed, things progressed. One teacher suggested a different teacher to be more advanced. And then that more advanced teacher was moving away. And he said, you know what? You need to go to this teacher. So I finally started with my first pro-am teacher. His mm -hmm. name was Dima. And we started competing at a bronze level. It just was something that snowballed. You know, you start once a week. Then you take mm -hmm, group classes. Mm -hmm. Then you start a little more. And then you find a teacher who says, why don't you compete? And, you know? And then, wow, I loved it. The makeup, the hair, it was just something I fell in love with at, at an older age. You know, when you're single, you just kind of wanted to do something fun. And I never danced as a young child. So this was great. I like that. that. I like the idea of like walking through life with your hand open. Like I always tell yeah. my little one, like you can't receive anything if your fists are balled up. And right. sometimes you can't get to the next level if you get the one thing and you hold on so tightly. You have to be able to let it like 
flow yeah. and fall through. So I like that you literally just let it flow. Like, okay, next yeah. teacher. Like, we're, I don't really know where we're going, but let's do it. <laughs> it was, it, you know what? And I had no intention of where I was going. I had no goals at that point. I didn't know I want to win. I want, it was just mm -hmm. the adventure and the journey of doing something that I really loved. And then I got married and, you know, I had more of an opportunity to really explore it because it is expensive. And mm -hmm. thankfully, my husband supported the fact that I wanted to do more competitions and travel a little more. So um, it became a slow, slow obsession. <laughs> <laughs> but OK, so it became a slow obsession. Now you're a wife and you started when you didn't have all of these other hyphens in your life. And now you're a wife, right. you're a mom, you're a business owner, you're still working. Yeah. How and now a reality star, like how do you how did you juggle it? And then how did you even have that conversation when Dancing Queens came up? Like, how, how do we find yeah. room for now this? So my whole life, I feel like I was meant to be on TV. I don't know how, I don't know. It just, I felt like I was meant to be a star, damn it, somebody. I understand, noticed. me too. <laughs> like somebody noticed me already. Like, what's it gonna take? Um, and I was always lo like looking for my place. Like I was, you know, I did my real estate license. I was a broadcast journalist. I tried mm -hmm. so many things where I would, be on TV, you know, as a, as a journalist or, but nothing felt like it was gonna be my future. And dancing was always there throughout all these careers that I explored, dancing was still there. So it was such a blessing when they approached me for the show because it was, I get to do what I love, but I finally mm -hmm. get to be on TV and, you know, be a character and explore my, my, inner creativity that I felt like I had. So it was such a blessing. And Ronnie was completely on side. He was so proud. And he mm. said, you know, wow, you've manifested this literally from the day I met you. Uh, my friends who I've grown up with since grade two were saying, I cannot believe this is happening to you. Finally, you've wanted this since I can remember. And it doesn't matter where Dancing Queens goes. It, I know that that was my place. Like my place is to be mm. in front of an audience. So yeah, I'm so grateful. And everybody around me was so supportive. I love that to just even say like, it, does, it doesn't matter. Second season, whatever. Like if it just ends right here, I'm grateful for that. Well, okay, hold on, hold on. Okay, Maybe so you're like, wait. <laughs> Maybe I won't be so grateful if it ends right here. I'll be so sad. <laughs> Not gonna lie. I think I'll be devastated if we don't get a season two, but I'll, I'll, I'll be get devastated. Yeah. I mean, yeah, of course, because like such is life, but I think I enjoyed and I said this um when we were at you guys' premiere show, it was refreshing to see yes. you guys go have disagreement and discourse, right? But have it specific to a, a topic you know like sometimes with the housewives it go anywhere and now right. it's like you're we're arguing about what so it was very nice to see real conflict resolution inside of a space and then you guys still turn it back around and be like okay but we're here to work like that, that was a great little moment um thank you for my costume i'm gonna go put it on the floor now <laughs> yeah i think it it shows just a whole other dynamic between women and it's not, you know, all catty and fighting, you know, yes, we're, we're competitive, but at the end of the day, truly we do support each other. 
And we do support the fact that we do this along with families and children or jobs or careers, whatever it may be that we have in the background. This is not our career. This mm -hmm. is something we just love to do. So, yeah. You know what? I didn't, I did not look at it like that. I, I never watched it through the lens that on this particular show, this is a hobby for all right. of the women. Maybe now I need to go rewatch the season. That's a different lens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on the show, and then I know for me, just in general, being a mom, being a stay-at-home mom comes with all of this judgment, right? Everybody has their definition of how you should do it correctly in their eyes. And we got to see a right. little bit of that turmoil um, on the show. Do yeah. you, does any of that like matter to you or is it kind of like water off of a duck's back? I know for me, I had to get there. Like at first I cared. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I cried a lot because it's very hard to be judged by people who don't know you and don't know the circumstances that you're in when you're, you know, your whole life is aired, but there's a whole other life behind the screen that they don't mm -hmm. see. And um, while I made decisions that were look like very selfish, there are so many circumstances that revolve around those decisions and they see just a smidget. And I understand, you know, I get it. it it's hard to accept. Like I really did get a lot of hate and I got some hate messages and some not very nice things that were said about me. And I'm not, I wasn't used to that. And I really did have a very hard time and I had a hard time because my kids see it. And of course, I cried and, you know, my husband would be like, they don't even know you. And, you know, I would go to Stas and say, look what they're saying. And Stas would say, come on, they don't know who you are. They don't know how much, like, I am literally obsessed with my children to the point where mm -hmm. we go out for dinner with girlfriends and they're like, put down your phone, like put down your phone. You can call them another time. Um, nobody sees all that. And I almost want to like have a camera with me all the time to show like how obsessive I am. <laughs> like, see, like, this is what you're missing. <laughs> <laughs> so the fact that, you know, I miss Chloe's competition and I missed Passover, like all these things do look very bad, but <laughs> I get it. But, you know, I have a whole life that I've earned kind of a little miss here and a, a miss there. No, you know? I felt like, well, first of all, the comment sections and all of that they get weird and on my end I try to tell all these people that that everybody's human and that we're we don't have the full context we only right. have the edited version right but right. I actually found representation if you will in um your husband coming to you and saying like you're not there like I you didn't come to my tennis match or whatever because I'm also I've been married nine years in August and when you're working he's working you have those moments where you have to like it's healthy to be like dude we're like we're missing each other we are two ships in the night I know yeah. you're working I respect what you've got going on I know you respect what I've got going on but I need more in this time yeah. like I felt like that was healthy discourse and it was for me it was one of those moments where it was like ah that's what I want out of my reality tv because that's real I've had yeah. conversation my daughter is in gymnastics I've done the uh well I'm working like he has to take you my husband has to take you to practice and so one day my daughter also plays tennis he took my daughter to tennis uh two days in a row and I didn't get up to help I stayed in the bed so okay. I finally said oh like thank you for um 
taking her or whatever. I stayed in the bed. You guys did breakfast, like whatever. And he goes, of course, the house didn't burn down without you. I would would stay in the bed some more or whatever. And I told him, I said, you've never put this on me. But as a stay-at-home mom, when I don't go to the practices and to the competitions, I feel like I'm not pulling my weight in our agreement, right? Because like- Absolutely. I'm 100% with you. I mean, I'm not, I'm a mother and yes, the kids prefer the mom. I'm not going to lie. Just, it's what it is. (laughs) It it is. But you know what? I didn't leave Chloe with a stranger. I left her with her father who's totally Mm -hmm. capable. Like, you know, there were some- Immensely capable. (laughs) Yeah. There were some comments who were supportive and said, listen, her dad could step up for one competition or, you know, for Passover. Like, I, I get it. It was very hard decision, but- or, you know, his tennis. I made up for that, by the way. I've been to a lot of tennis <laughs> games since. But, you know, we have to we have to make those decisions in life. And as your question was, was it difficult for me? Yes, I, it was at the beginning. But now I've learned to, like, you know, just block it out. It's okay. Mm-hmm. They don't know me. And, you know, hopefully through social media, they'll get to know me more and learn that I'm constantly with the kids and I'm constantly with Ronnie. And if they don't get a child, so what? Your kids right. know. <laughs> like, yeah, and at exactly. the end of the day, that's all that matters. But like I said, I I felt both sides of it. Because even when you told your husband, like, okay, but you have to tell me. I, I am like, I'm there. I'm going to love you down. But I'm also going to put it through a filter of what I would want. And I would say something. So if you don't, then I'm assuming that you don't right. want me in that space, which is also okay. I'm cool with you having your alone time. But like, you have to say something. And I did see those comments like, she's his wife. He should have known. And you're like, what? I'm sorry, <laughs> wife, not mine, reader. I do want to just point that out. Yes, because there are times, there are times where I don't want Ronnie at a competition. And sometimes if I do, I say, I really want you to come to this one. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times I say, come. Stas's wife is coming. You'll come. The four of us will hang. It's a different vibe because when Stas's wife is there, she takes care of Ronnie. She like takes him off. They have dinner before dancing. You know, it's a different feeling to have to entertain or be a mom or a wife while you're competing. Absolutely. Or feel like so, you got to check in, but then still be in yeah. the competition and right because he gets bored there's just a lot of dancing and he doesn't need to watch everybody so it gets boring for him so at least if she's there it kind of helps me out you know and helps stas out and it's a great camaraderie we've built so yeah i like that <laughs> sometimes you just want to let loose and have fun now you can with sonia sangria sonia sangria is a premium semi-sparkling sangria available in both white and red Sonia Sangria is 12% alcohol by volume, certified vegan, and 100% fun. You can visit SoniaSangria.com and use code STRIP to get 10% off of your order. They are also offering free shipping with orders of two bottles or more. You must be 21 or older to consume Sonia Sangria. Please drink responsibly. Again, visit SoniaSangria.com and use code STRIP. Excitement and star studded entertainment. When a housewife and news anchor collide, the Rick and Kelly show live in Detroit on October 13th for their first ever live show. Join us as we bring you an unforgettable evening starring the dynamic duo Real Housewives of Orange County, Kelly Dodd, and the dashing news anchor Rick Leventhal. 
witness their chemistry on stage as they share hilarious antidotes, behind the scenes stories, and captivating moments from their extraordinary lives. Don't miss out on this exclusive event. Grab your tickets now at rickandkellydetroit.com and experience the laughter up close. Hurry, limited VIP packages are available for an evening more sensational than ever before. Mark your calendars for October 13th and be a part of the first ever live Rick and Kelly show in Detroit. See you there. I like that. The last question I have for you, I guess, in this stripped down segment, um, we're all about like mental health and all of that here. When's the last time you cried? Oh my God. Um, (laughs) About the show or in general? Just in general. (laughs) I cried just the other day. I was fully having a panic attack. This was two nights ago for no reason. Sometimes I just get anxiety. I start thinking in bed. I start thinking, oh my gosh, you know, I have so many things going on. We're going away Thursday and I have to do this and that. And suddenly my heart started racing. I started sweating. Like I got my full on panic attack and I went to Ronnie. I woke him up. I'm like, I'm feeling something like you need to, and I started crying. It's just, I, I'm not, not embarrassed about it. I no, mean, and, I get, I get and you shouldn't be. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot in life. There's a lot. Like the kids are getting home. For, they just got home from camp, and then I have two dogs to think about, and two girls to think about, and scheduling, and packing, and dancing, and um, groceries, and who's going to do this, and what. So, like you know, at night when you're finally rested and you start thinking of all those things, then so many emotions come up for no reason. It was really. Ronnie's like, are you okay? Like, what is wrong? Nothing's yeah, like, wrong I, here. Actually, no. <laughs> but I'm the same way. My panic attacks lately have been like first thing in the morning. Like just literally, I will open my eyes and that brain of mine will be like, and lately the, I didn't even ask it to start. And just the fact right. that it started has now caused the panic. So like the past couple of days, I've just been waking up. And even through it having to be like your husband said, like, okay, everything like we're good. Everything is is good. All yeah. of those feelings are valid, but let's let's just breathe. And we're only gonna focus on one thing. <laughs> I think and I, and that's all I need to hear in the moment because it's you know, your head gets so full. And and as a woman and a mom, there's I feel like we have so much on our plate. And mm-hmm. not to take anything away from men. They have a lot to, they have a lot of stresses. It's just handled differently and different stresses. And sometimes I get really overwhelmed. I'm very emotional as opposed to what the show portrays or not portrays. <laughs> like my character is a tough, confident, like I am confident and I am, could be cocky and all that, but I'm an emotional person and I'm very sensitive to others. And yeah, it just, yeah. it comes, it rises out sometimes. Yeah, it just comes and then you you can't you can't at least for Control. me once once it starts it's like we're here <laughs> <laughs> the thing is happening <laughs> jump on board just, I, yeah. I started having to tell my husband um I got married when I was 24 so we've okay. had to have a lot of conversations about like communication <laughs> and all yeah. of that but at the beginning I finally got the verbiage to say like, okay, we are, we are both in control of one of these sails on the sailboat and we need both to work. So I finally started saying to him, I know that you have to do a lot of work to keep your sail in check. Like that, I'm not here to compare that. I'm just saying that today, my work on my end is hard. And I just That's need right. you to hear that. <laughs> That's right. And it is. And there are some days where, you know, Ronnie says, what is so bad? Like, what is so wrong? I'm like, you don't understand. 
it's hard to be a mom to stay at home or to run the business or to to like you know when he says you're going to a competition this is supposed to be fun i'm like you don't understand i'm always like you don't understand <laughs> you so, don't yeah my my um cap my caveat to that when he says those like what's fine i will say to him like pop quiz how many rolls of toilet tissue do we have in the house there you go. And like, I, but I know the answer to that. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not expecting you to know and you, I'm not trying to make you feel bad for not knowing, but like, that's also the, the thing that's on the plate when I am like trying to figure it all out. It, yes. It seems so menial, but it's not, it's huge. He's like, you know, sometimes I'll come to bed. I know we're having a chit chat here and you could cut me off whenever. No, I'll this say, is what this is about. I'll say, <laughs> I'll say, did you have a lemon cookie? Because I know I bought four and now there's only three. And he's like, seriously, you're counting? And I'm like, I just need to know and gauge, like, because I know Abby loves the lemon cookies. I'm going to have to get more. And he's like, yes, I had a lemon cookie. How do you even keep track of <laughs> cookies? Like, and, and who's eating what? And I'm like, it all goes in here. Like, it's just a stupid thing, but I have to tally when the next, when the next time I have to get them. You know, my little so, one told me the other day, oh, we were, we're out of milk. And I'm like, no, because I just got this much. And what, who ate? Did somebody? And my yeah. husband was like, I'm sorry, are we rationing milk? And I was like, <laughs> no, I just know the cycle in which we buy Same. it. And like, we're, we're a little bit ahead or we're a little bit behind. And those, <laughs> those things throw me because I tried to make it so like, especially for my little one, she's an only kid. And the way I overcompensate is like making sure that the adult things don't reach her. So like you right. never have to worry about like going to get food. It's always going to be there. If you tell me what right. you want, what can be there is what you want. So when Absolutely. I anticipate and that's what I'm doing, and then you go to want something and it's not there while yes, it's life and you have to learn, okay, everything doesn't. For me, it's hard because, well, I prep not to be in this moment and now we're right. here. So like, was my prepping not, now I start breaking it down. Like, was my prepping not good enough? Am I, are y'all okay? Are y'all missing anything? Am I loving you guys enough? <laughs> oh my God. It's such a mom thing. It really is. It really is. It, and every mom would understand. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Okay. So, you know, we have to like really chat yeah. about dancing queens. <laughs> Okay. It went off. I mean, I don't even want to say with a surprise. I think me watching, I knew where this was going. But also mm -hmm. when you won, it was like first mm -hmm. place. I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> like, oh, so was I. <laughs> ah, ah. Like, do yeah. you think that the cameras being there helped you or hurt hurt you in either way? Do you think it, it aided in any part of your performance? I think by the time we got to Millennium, I was so used to having them there that I blocked them out. I can tell you that it did affect me. Tri-State, Atlanta, like leading up to Millennium, you look at them, you see, are they what? Like, it was a different feeling having all mm -hmm. those cameras. But but by the time Millennium hit, it was like, I don't even care. They could watch me. I hope Got they're this. watching this. You know, I, this is, I felt my most confident at Millennium and I don't know why, maybe it was because we practiced leading up to Millennium, maybe because Ronnie was there, maybe because I just felt really good um, dancing that day, but I was okay with the show and I was so, so proud that whatever happened, I was so proud for the opportunity to be on it. So mm. yeah, it was a great moment. It was, really it was, it, was, it yeah. was really fun. I watched it with um, my friend, Kristen, who is Philly Diva on Instagram, but we watched it together and we were in here like, yeah, <laughs> like you would have oh. thought we were watching sports. So we had a good time. Yeah. 
But now if Dancing Queens does come back, it'll be in its sophomore season. And one thing we know about reality TV is people then feel like they know the ropes, they know who they want to be. Is there anything that you say, like, if we do the second season, I know I'm changing this up or I know I'm giving this or not giving this so it's funny you say that because I said, oh my gosh, I'm going to be like, I watched myself and I said, oh, like, I don't like you sometimes, you know, <laughs> how did I come off like that? It wasn't intended to be so, but you know, I am a humble person. I know that anybody can come and steal it. And, and you know, there are girls that I compete with right now that are stealing it. So like at any mm. day it can change. And I know that, um, but I'm going to go full force. I am going to continue to be the strong competitor that I am. I will try to be more approachable or whatever it is, you know, to the other dancers. Cause I, I don't mm -hmm. want them. I don't want that feeling to be like, I see where they're at with me. They, they're always right. like, Oh, Sabrina thinks this and that, but it's, it's really not true. I actually don't feel that way all the time. I actually do get very nervous. So I want to, open those conversations with them and say like, you know, I'm human too. I, I do worry about you coming on the floor. I don't always think I'm going to be first. And, you know, I know some people were upset. I lost, I won. I know that they were rooting for Leone or whoever it may be. And that's good. I'm glad we all have our own, you know, um, but maybe I'll try to be a little bit more humble. I try to I be, you just, I think it's hard, at least for a viewer, it seems hard because you guys film when you're also competing. And when you're in right. competition mode, you've got to be in competition mode. Like, I can't be like, oh, hey, sweetie, how are you? I've got to be yeah. like, oh, I'm fucking drink you down because like we're competing. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Right. So yeah. for me, you know, no, no, nobody asked me. But if somebody did, yes. I would like to see more of you guys interact outside of competition season and then let right. that build up to the competition. Because me personally, as a viewer, I don't see how you can give them that side of you while right. competing. Like I, that's it's never going to exactly. Translate. And and every conversation we basically had was about competition. So of course we're competitors. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't sit with Leone and talk about our children. Like we're not friends like that. But you know, I talk to my real girlfriends about life and our children. So we didn't have enough time because we're all in different cities. Different, it's more yeah. it's more difficult. Um, we're not the housewives where we live in the same city. So hopefully we'll have time to film more togetherness and and build a relationship because I'd love to be closer or not closer. I'm not even sure of their full personalities yet. You know, I'm still learning about the cast along with all of you because you know i may know colette yes and i know donnie mm -hmm. from seeing them but we're we don't talk on the phone every day we're not buddy buddy so it takes time to build those friendships it's kind of like big brother but you guys aren't locked in the house together <laughs> like, right yeah we just we just come together to compete like i don't even <laughs> right that's, that's exactly what it is yeah yeah so it's a totally different dynamic than what i think bravo fans are used to mm -hmm. and they do want to see more of us together. So do I, and I want to see more dancing and I want to see so many things. So um, hopefully if we get a season two, we'll be able to flourish all of these relationships and, and things that we want to do on season two. 
hopefully, and if you guys have not watched Dancing Queen, shame on you. You can catch that on Peacock. Um, watch it and then like thank me later. But now it's time for Naked Hours. Again, we've mentioned, Sabrina, that you're multi-hyphenate, that you've got your real estate license and all of these things. Um, for the business girlies out there, what is one yeah. lesson that you learned in business or even in the business of reality TV um, that you had to learn the hard way and do you feel like you're better for the lesson? Yeah, so business is hard. <laughs> Owning <laughs> your own business is hard. Um, I started my business because I wanted to bring fashion forward gear for dancers, but it kind of flourished to the whole world. Like women love my bags for travel, for beach, for whatever it may be for on the go. And that, then we did the robes, which I did for dancers in the ballroom, but now people are wearing it to lounge at home and same with the I know booties. I'm getting one. <laughs> yeah, so, and I know I got a lot of comments when I I was wearing it on the show like the leopard and the pink and a lot of people messaged me saying oh my gosh that leopard robe is they didn't know that it was my business so um I'm I'm hoping that it takes off a little more it is difficult my husband helped me but every penny that he helped put in I pay him back each time that I get a sale so mm. I'm, I'm you know we're we're in it together but I want it to be mine and all mine of course i needed the help and you know i repay that help um one thing i've learned is that you got to keep going it takes so long for a business to grow and for people to know you and even though the show came out i'm still trying to make it grow it doesn't matter if you're on a huge platform not everybody learns about you right away so keep at it i i'm hoping never to give up i mean if business doesn't work then at least i still have dancing but um <laughs> but yeah i'm hoping it will work Oh, I like that. <laughs> We're hoping that it'll work too. I'm definitely going to get me a robe for those of you because you can't see mm -hmm. us, but I film in my robe. It's, it's just the idea of the type of conversation that you have when you're cuddled up in your robe with your girlfriend is like different than when you're worried about if it looks good on camera and the aesthetics of it all. So yeah. I I like the road situation. Before we let you go, we are yeah. going to play a game called Bear It All. Like I said, I think sometimes the follower count or seeing somebody on TV makes someone feel like they're exempt from an issue or makes the world feel like that person is exempt from an issue. So these are just little questions that kind of bring the humanity back into it. Um, your question, I couldn't even read my own handwriting chart. <laughs> your question was, what is your definition of a healthy relationship? And that can be romantic or platonic, like just how do you define okay. a healthy relationship? Okay, good question. Um, so I would like to call upon Ronnie and I's relationship um, because <laughs> rather than Stas and I, <laughs> um, because it seems to be a little healthier. Uh, Ronnie and I always communicate if he ha he's he's older than me if you hadn't noticed um and he's been through this before and he's learned a lot from his first marriage so he always says if there's a problem you know mm. something that really bothered me today was this he'll tell me and you know I'm not such a good communicator I'd rather just sweep it under the rug um but he really talks and makes me talk so I'm like okay and one thing I'm really not good at is just saying I'm really I'm learning to be more I'm really sorry that you felt that way I'm going to try to do this but for but the first reaction is oh I'm really not like like I don't know what like you know I start defending yeah, myself sure. 
Um, and he's like, slow down, like, don't attack, just acknowledge how I'm feeling. So I'm like, Kate, who are you? And when did you become a therapist? <laughs> but I think that's what makes it healthy is that he's forcing me to communicate. Um, we're really good at what we're good at. So he knows I'm better with the girls, you know, they're all their stuff, their schedules, their dance, whatever. And he's better at, you know, being at the office and, and working. And we just, you have to know your strengths and weaknesses. I'm the Absolutely. creative one. He's the, the head, you know, he knows his things. I know mine. So I think we're good in that aspect. Like we rarely ever have fights. Rarely we, you know, it, it I, which is complete opposite than Stas and I, because I see Stas almost every day and like, <laughs> I almost, I asked myself, how am I this person with you? But I'm this person, you know, each person brings out something else. A different, and yeah. So I think, you know, to be healthy, it's really got to be balanced. Communication, trust, and really, um, I really, what's the word? I look at Ronnie and I value him for who he is. Like, I really am grateful for having him in my life. And I think you mm. can't lose that. You can't lose that in a marriage. In a marriage, for me at least, because you know you want to look up to them. I look up to Ronnie. There's so many things he knows. He knows that I don't know. Uh, I'm like, wow, where, who pays this bill? Like, he just knows everything. <laughs> no, I look at my husband on a regular basis. Like, honestly, you're dreamy. Like, I don't. I, I joke with him all the time. Like, how? Like, how do you know? <laughs> How do you know this? All I mean, of these things, <laughs> and yeah. then you manage other things. Like, I just be like. Oh my God. And and I mean, of course it's the same. He looks at me sometimes and he's like, God, or I'll do something around the house or he'll go to get it. And it's like, when did you even do this? Like you, how right. did you move that fast? But I, my husband is the yeah. same way. He's the one that forces me to communicate because I am, I'm cool to believe that you didn't mean it that way. And so I can sweep it under the rug because in my brain, you didn't mean it that way. Problem solved. And he's like, no, you might not have meant it that way, but it hurt. And so like, we're right. going to talk about it. And so he's, he's definitely that way for me. Sabrina, yeah, thank same. you for coming and chatting and stripping down with us. <laughs> I enjoyed this. Please let everybody know where they can find you, where they can support you, where they can get a robe, child. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can all find me on my Instagram and Sabrina Official DQ and so shop my line of stuff at stabbychic.ca or .com. Both are linked to my website. Yay. Well, strippers, we've done it. We've had another wonderful stripped down conversation. Again, Sabrina's socials will be linked down below so please make sure you support um until next time child have the day you deserve thank okay you. thank you you too and you're wonderful thank you so much for everything you do for dancing queens oh thank you